It's your girl, Sophronia Ivory, host of your new favorite show, No Rewinds. No Rewinds because we only got one shot to raise these kids. We got to see it, think about it, then do what we got to do to raise these kids. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for all of the support that you've shown the podcast. No Rewinds is growing and I am here for it. Thank you. It could not have been done without you all. The episode that you're about to listen to now is an example of the bonus content that's available on Patreon under No Rewinds After Dark. You can find the podcast at patreon.com and in the Find Creator search bar, you type in No Rewind Podcast After Dark. Or you could go to www.norewinds.com and in the top navigation bar, select exclusive, and that will take you directly to the Patreon site. Once on the Patreon site, you'll be able to select the membership level that includes the bonus content you will most enjoy. Also on the website, in the middle of the homepage, scroll down about halfway through and you will see Get Updates. That's where you enter your email address so that I can send you up-to-date and latest and greatest information that the podcast is doing. So enjoy the bonus content. So I looked up the definition of vetting and um, what it says was having be subject of evaluation or appraisal, critically reviewed and evaluated for official approval. That, that's basically it in a nutshell. We can't slice it and dice it. No, no easier than that. If you've known anybody that has um, applied for a position with the FBI, they are thoroughly vetted. I mean, when they're interviewing people for the FBI, they go back and talk to the, to the person's elementary school teacher. They're talking to friends that you ain't even talked to in 10, 12 years. They're talking to everybody. They are properly vetting someone before they can give them that badge and say, boom, you're an FBI agent now. We need to do the same thing. The problem comes when this, you're with this man. This man has had two babies on you. You done found some pictures in his phone. You done seen him on the edge, you know, around the corner talking to this babe. And you done heard some things. Sweetie, listen to me and listen to me carefully. If it look like a duck and it walk like a duck and it quack like a duck, it's a goddamn duck. Let's stop acting like it's not a duck. We're vetting. We are, it is no reason for us to continue to act like this isn't a duck. This is a dog duck. And either you like this duck and you're going to stay with this duck or you're going to leave that duck alone. Let's stop acting like we don't see the signs because they're clearly already there. Just in this process of vetting, if we could just be honest with ourselves and stop acting like we don't see that this duck got duck feet, them ain't human feet, they duck feet. Act like it's a duck. Treat it like it's a duck. Now, if you just want to tangle with this person, then that's cool. But remember, he is still a duck. 
if you want a man, then you need to go get you a man. But the duck is still going to be the duck. The duck is not about to be the man. And once we start realizing and accepting, not even realizing, accepting, I guess that, that that accepting part is the part that that gets us in trouble because we don't really want to believe it. Or it's just like it seems like it's too outlandish that he could have had another baby on me. Shit, he was a duck when he had the first baby on you. Why did you not think that there might be another baby down the way? He's a duck. He showed you what was happening, but you didn't want to believe it. We need to start just believing it. I mean, and if he is really not a duck, then there needs to be some severe, in-depth personal communication to let us know that he ain't a duck. But until that happens, we're going to proceed as if he's a duck. That's part of this vetting process. Is it a duck? Is that your duck? You happy with your duck? Then keep your duck. Otherwise, leave that duck alone. The duck is not going to change. For real. In this process of vetting, we're looking at, is there some respect? Do I respect this person? Because ladies, I'm going to be honest with y'all. When you're with someone and you lose respect for a man, that's hard. Because then you start treating them like a little bitch. (laughs) You know you shouldn't be doing that. But your respect level is like, he ain't shit. He treat me like this. And then I'm supposed to be treating him like a king. You've lost a level of respect. And unfortunately, when you lose respect, it's so hard to get it back. We so desperately want it back. But but sometimes that disrespect, it cuts so deep. You just can't figure out the maze. I don't really have an answer for you for that one, but we can get back to that. <laughs> we can get back to that. Okay. Goals. I think goals are, are something. Goals are very important too. Like if you are an ambitious woman and you need a man that can support you, then you need to make sure that he's comfortable with that role. Some men just aren't comfortable with with their woman having more status and more power than them. In your vetting process, you need to have that conversation. You need to communicate. You need to see what does his body dictate? What does his history dictate? That he would be okay in a supporting role. Otherwise, that's going to cause some tension. And we're vetting. So that's what this process is for. What works? What doesn't work? Yeah, also, listen, we got to check these um, HIV and STD status. We can no longer just be blindly having sex with these men without protection. One, let's use condoms. You don't, Cause you don't even know you, we're vetting him. So you don't even know if you want him to be your baby daddy. <laughs> so wear the condom. But in addition to that, you need to know if he's HIV positive. You need to know if he has an STD because if he passes those things on to you, some of which are incurable, then that impacts your ability to care for these kids. Ain't nobody doing all that for no damn dick. Do your detective work. Vet him out. Is he passing these tests? Now, I'm not saying that a person is going to be perfect because they're not. I don't want, that's not what I'm saying. But 
understanding what you're comfortable with, what fits into your mold. How is this going to work for me and these kids, right? Let's do that. Let's get it all together. And and let's talk about money. I know this is a whole nother episode and trust me, we're going to talk about money. But in the vetting process, you do need to know what their financial situation is like. And I know some people are going to think that that's gold digging, but it's not because especially if you're a young couple and you're trying to buy a house and his credit is messed up, that means everything that y'all do is going to be dependent upon your credit and your income. And when you're coming together, you want somebody that can assist you that can help you. Now you may need to take on helping him get his credit back. Right. But you know, we need to ask, do you have a 401k? Do you have a pension? Do you have stocks? Do you have an IRA? Do you own a house? Like whose, whose car is, whose name is your car in? These are all questions that are fair game to ask for real. Like, why is your car in your cousin's name? Like what, what happened? How did this happen? And if it isn't a really good explanation, like somebody died and left the car and they didn't want to go through probate and I'm not saying do some other stuff, you know, go off the grid and do some wrong stuff. But if what I'm saying is, if it's not a good explanation, then th- this is a red flag. This is a red flag. And all of these red flags, you need to be applying. Okay. How is this going to affect me? What does this mean? And am I willing to sacrifice what his fiscal irresponsibility is going to bring to the table? That's a fair question. That's a very fair question if you ask me. Because, you know, that, you know, is he a saver? Something always happens. You have got to have something. You've got to have some money somewhere to be able to tap into. And if he's not a saver or doesn't, you know, have some expendable income to be able to take care of those oops when they happen, that should be a red flag. In all of this vetting process, it all really boils down to communication. Listening, it it involves responding. I would say the most important thing which really ties back to everything that you're going to be doing in this vetting process is communication. There has to be some dialogue from his mouth to your ears. I'm not talking about a text. Texting is good, but you still need to have a face-to-face conversation about everything in this vetting process. And I'm not saying you need to conduct it as if it's an interview and you're you know, sitting across the table and, and firing off questions. But as you're getting to know someone, all of the things that we've been talking about for the last two weeks are things that you really should consider. You need to be paying attention. It'll save you a bunch of heartache and pain long down the road. It's going to prevent your kids from going through some drama because you didn't do a proper vetting process. And my last point is this, when you're vetting people and you know that it's a duck and you still entertain that duck, 
that means that you really aren't allowing room for the man to walk past because you're so consumed with this duck over here. Ladies, we're going to vet these men. And if they're ducks, we're going to act like they ducks. All right, I'm out. Well, that's it for today, y'all. Just remember, there are no one-size-fits-all manuals to teach you how to be a single parent. Do what you can, then build up your village to help you do the rest, because there are no rewinds. Don't forget to subscribe so we can chop it up next time.